I know you never leave your basement, so that's not an issue. of unrelenting for january 6th it's a day that will live in infamy if you listen to the democrats Gina yeah like we're, we're celebrating we're celebrating something it's we the are. worse than civil war is what we're celebrating at the capitol well yeah according to Look kamala harris i mean mm-hmm. this is 9-11 this is pearl harbor this is all of this rolled into one 9-11 times 10 yes exactly and i'm hearing a bounce back you, so i can tell you're not wearing headphones this is your dvorak now I, I am. You're going to have to yell less because uh, I am not wearing headphones. <laughs> Fat chance of that. Yeah, well. Don't you have echo of... cancellation? Where's this big audio gear? Come on. Make There's it no work. audio. I, I, really? You want me to turn on audio make cancellation? Work, I'm not make it you. work. It sounds great to me. You're the one with the audio issues, apparently. Worse than the Civil War. What? I mean, how lack of perspective. Could we just say that? Uh-huh. But this is all being done for one very simple reason, which is they're scared Donald Trump's going to run again. Or is there, is there something pretty, else? Pretty, pretty scared. There's no for other sure. explanation for it. No. No, I agree. It's like this. Uh, what? There was one or two people died. I mean, Ashley Babbitt was shot by the Capitol I Police officer. I think the officer. only people that died were on the um, the demonstrator side. You know, they said at the time, I mean, there was a cop that happened to have died of COVID from COVID. There was something that with a heart attack, but it had nothing to do with the event, but it happened during the day of the event. Right. It was stress or something. Right. I don't know. I don't know, man. Sounds like a COVID death to me. But the reality is trying to put those things in the same category that you had a protest that got out of hand. And by comparison of the protests that were going on for the George Floyd, way less. It just was in a unfortunate place being in the Capitol. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise, way less violent than any of the BLM and George Floyd stuff. There was way less property damage. There was less people getting injured, less people getting dead. Yet Kamala Harris wants to come out and say this was the same thing as Pearl Harbor. I don't understand how that isn't just laughed out from people on both sides. Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely nuts. I, I don't get it. Um, well, I do get it. I understand why they're saying that. Uh, did you happen to catch Nancy Pelosi's um, video? No, I tried or to avoid the, Nancy. Of Congress, I guess. No, there, that was, there's a video. In fact, if we go to No Agenda Social. You're going live. Live, live. with the wrong thing. <laughs> See, well, that's not there. good. Let's try that. Video shows all of our mistakes. They're like that. Oh my god! There, it's we're adding the mistakes in in post, guys. <laughs> this is how we didn't we actually are. make them, but we thought it'd be funnier if it if it looked like we didn't make mistakes. So I'm gonna try and find. I actually posted this earlier, so that's the easiest way to. Oh, we we definitely can't be showing this out here. <laughs> you got your private videos now going out there. That's not good. Uh, that's Somebody's gonna have to blur this that's stuff. We're gonna get us kicked off of YouTube. Buddy. Where is that video of, uh, what's her name? Nancy Pelosi, the yeah. Wicked Witch of the West. She is. But she has, she has a freezer full of uh, Jenny's ice cream, though. So that's good. Soon she'll be in the freezer. Yeah. I thought I posted that today. I mean, you post right, so much stuff. way to find it. I, I am. Nancy Pelosi, February 6th. That ought to show something, right? For February 6th or January 6th? Or Jim. <laughs> Maybe January 6th. <laughs> Wait, what's going on February 6th? Do you, oh, you have Adam, prior knowledge? Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that to imply that I knew something was happening. Though. Yeah, something's coming down the pike. Um, there it is. This is the thing. It's right there. That one. The House of Representatives has adjourned. Yeah. Yeah. But then Nancy but comes on and pass. says stuff. She did. She came out to... Wait, wait, no, it's, what do you mean? Our live event has started. It has totally started because I saw her speaking. Is this it? I don't know, but I don't hear any audio from it. 
uh, section 11A of Resolution 188, the Journal of the Last Day's Proceedings is approved. The Pledge of Allegiance be, be, will be oh, that's a German. By the gentleman. This is before the German. The this is riveting, Gene. I know, it's super awesome, right? Finding it live. Inclinal discord and dis- the audio podcast really benefits from looking at a from video, searching for and, video. <laughs> and searching for a particular audio. Somebody segment. should probably have this stuff queued members. up, shouldn't they? That would be the point, the I mean, for audio yeah. clips. Well, we'll just pause the video. So this lady, this grand, great-grandmother, um, she talked about the uh, Second American, uh, the, what, how did she call it? Called it like the, the Second Civil War. That was attempted on January sixth. Really? So that was that was the equivalent of the Civil War. Oh, it was worse than the Civil War, and thank God that it they lasted were what able six to, hours. <laughs> I mean, come sounds on, sounds about right. It, 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 was, it was super awesome that they were able to shut it down as as quickly as possible, thanks to the uh, the information received from advance info from all the Capitol patrols and police and everybody. It was ridiculous. Um, I think there was probably about 25 people in the house at the time when they, when she talked about it. And it was a, um, obviously an exceedingly biased and false mind your speech. But here's the thing. Remember, you can say anything at all in Congress and you can't be sued for it. Well, there you go. So the, the defamation laws don't apply, uh, wrongful, whatever laws don't apply. I mean, you can literally call somebody Hitler when you're in the house and there is no sanctionable activity for it. So that's the deal. Well, the house is corrupt. I don't think there's any oh question about I'm, that. I'm really at that point where we just need to throw everybody out because even people that have been pretty good for the last few years, uh, like our our senator from Texas here, uh, Ted Cruz, have now managed to put their foot in their mouth. Did you watch the thing with Ted Cruz talking about calling the this an insurrection? No. Well, he also yeah. said this was violent terrorist acts, and it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was some violence that happened. We all saw the video if you were paying attention. At some point where people were trying to break in doors, I didn't see any violence against people. I did not yeah. see anybody being accosted, anybody, you know, I didn't see battery, you know, assault going on where unlike what I saw in the BLM riots and the looting going on where there were a lot of people being yeah. injured, where there were fights breaking out. You see this just with uh, Antifa, no matter what's going on now. Didn't see that here. Was there violent actions where people were breaking windows and stuff to get in? Yes. But to call this a violent terroristic act, I don't know. I don't see it. I see a protest that got out of control. I saw a lot of people breaking the law. There's no question about that. But the reality is when you're trying to put this for political gain on the footing of a 9-11 or a Pearl Harbor, it's absolutely nuts. Oh, it's absolutely crazy. And it's sad to see guys like Ted Cruz being, I'm sure, advised by somebody that if he goes along with this idea that the Capitol was stormed by violent terrorists a year ago and not patriotic Americans, then he's got a pretty good chance of uh, being elected president. Well, that's not even literally the, point. the opposite of reality. I think he's just shut down any chance he had of becoming president by being on this side, on the wrong side of the argument. Well, I don't even think that's the point. I mean, the people that went into the Capitol building broke the law. I don't think there's any question about that, whether that should be. But they're not terrorists. No, that's the point. Right. It's one thing to be trespassers. And if you call them trespassers, you're 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 legally accurate. accurate. Yes. There's no. No one's going to argue with you that that's what happened. And did you see the FBI finally came out with the fact that, oh, this wasn't premeditated. This wasn't preplanned. They're now saying between 90 and 95 percent of the people that went into the Mm -hmm. Capitol building, you know, they didn't talk to each other before doing it. This was not something that was. There's no conspiracy there. Right. There's no there there. Right. 
this was, well, stuff got out of control and they do know. And I'm sure there is a mixture of people that were the agent provocateurs that were the people that started this. And we know from day one that there were some people from extremist groups there from both the left and the right. And what uh, they well, yeah, did, there's absolutely BLM people there. There's no two ways about it. And their actions kind of helped light the fire, get the ball rolling, yeah. m- made it look but, like, oh, but again, it's literally you had a good. Well, first of all, very little police presence around the Capitol. Correct. You kind of have to wonder why. Secondly, the police that were there uh, were telling people to not go in. And as soon as people just started walking in, the police took down the barricades. Well, they went, hey, we can't hold them. So we're we're letting people like with zero effort to call for backup or anything else. They were just letting people in, which which is is a good question of people walking around, which we have plenty of video of. We're mostly these sort of uh, tourists, older people that are. Yeah, they're acting like tourists. They're taking selfies. They're staying between the ropes. Yes. As they're storming the Capitol. Unlike the BLM riots where they were Molotov cocktails and burning buildings down. A single torch inside (laughs) the Capitol building. I was surprised. I saw a Viking running around, but, you know, that's some foreign invasion i think that's a separate classification <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't call that you know One local viking terrorism <laughs> yeah there was there's a, a viking left over apparently that is storming the capital to reclaim this country for uh for uh eric the red you know so, but why there know. was no security on the ground i covered this on random thoughts this week yeah. r-a-n-d-u-m-b yeah. thoughts.com Cash Patel Are you promoting is that what we're doing? We're promoting other podcasts. Yeah, like the, the I love Surging Speaks. I mean, you should promote that every now and then. Should but I? I should do it every now and then too. Yeah, then. well, that helps to actually do the yeah. episodes. But Cash Patel, who was Trump's oh, chief like of Cash. staff for the Pentagon, oh Patel, right, right? Yes, he was on with O'Reilly. I brought some audio clips to Random Thoughts, yeah. and he said he was in the room on January fifth. When Trump picked up the phone, called the Secretary of Defense and said, hey, looks like big crowds. Looks like yeah, there might be trouble. National Guard up. Yep. He said between uh, what was it? Uh, 10,000 and 20,000 troops was what Trump requested. And I guess which is yeah. just seems weird because we've always heard that the president, you know, the commander in chief, he's the guy when people want the National Guard, he's the guy that has to send them in when right. it comes to Washington, D.C., Besides the president saying, yes, go in, you also need to be formally asked, which is bizarre. But the two people, it seems like that can formally ask for that in Washington, D.C., are either Nancy Pelosi or the head of D.C., so the mayor. Those are the two people that can request it. The secretary of defense on January 5th said Trump wants 10 to 20,000 troops that went in. They didn't want the troops. They didn't, but the mistake Trump made, which he made a ton of mistakes, oh, yeah. which we can spend a lot of time talking about between now and the election, is that the, he let that stop him. He's the commander-in-chief, legally. If they don't want National Guard, then you bring in American Army soldiers. It would have been an interesting optic if that would have gone down. Or, or at the a very parade least. around the White House and Capitol. Yes. Well, what Trump should have done at the very least was made it very public before any of this went down. I requested the troops. They're saying no, they're not sending them in. And this is put the blame where it goes, which is with the mayor and with Pelosi. Now, beyond the National Guard, we also have a shit ton of FBI that could have been requested. We have a shit ton of Secret Service. That could have been requested. We have a lot of uh, agencies that can provide support services, which they did, in fact, for uh, capital staff, which, of course, then AOC interpreted as somebody wanting to rape her because God forbid anybody would want to talk to her. Everybody clearly just wants to rape her. Well, don't you know anybody that's anti AOC just wants to date her? The reason? Well, I certainly do. I mean, she she would be an interesting uh, she'd be an interesting companion. There, there's no question about it, but you're right. The amount of people I think that you needed boots on the ground around the Capitol wasn't yeah. even 
that high of a number because again the video at least the stuff that i saw were people trying to get in doors and windows with no security at all outside i think even if there was one fbi agent secret service agent one national guardsman standing there these people would have not been bold enough to go and try to break in no they don't think they were gonna gonna go through people they're gonna you know walk around the barricades the cops are standing into i don't think anybody would have been walking around guys holding m16s that was yeah that would be a hard sell to convince me that that would have happened i think the reason too i think like there is a there there's a sort of a desire to go conspiratorial i think by some people and say well Nancy Pelosi was doing this on purpose so they could frame all these protesters and make them look like like what they've done now and say they were insurgents, they were starting the second American revolution and all this bullshit. But no, instead they if had they agreed with Trump and had National Guard there, then there could have been a, a second backlash from conservatives talking about how the militarization of the Capitol had already started and look at this, they can't even protest peacefully. So there could have been some bad optics for them, but that is literally what they did immediately following January 6th. Right. And then fenced off with razor wire fence, a huge swash of downtown Washington, DC. Like there was magically thousands of people that were going to appear out of nowhere to surprise them. Do you remember the troop count? You know, the guys that were sleeping in garages on cement floors, they brought in yeah. 25,000 troops to guard D.C. against this insurrection. That was over immediately after the sixth. That was. Yeah. And Trump wanted that many about on the sixth. No, I think he wanted 10,000 troops, which was way more than anybody else. needed. That was always the number until Cash Patel, that interview the other day, yeah. he said he actually said between 10 and 20 that he okay. would authorize. So, yeah, either way way more than was on the ground. They, he said, th- Patel said 300 National Guard was approved yeah. by Pelosi or the mayor, whichever one, and they were basically traffic cops. So, I mean, yay. Yeah. Thanks, Nancy. No, that's exactly it. Uh, all right. So the other thing that I popped up here and we didn't really discuss too much uh, was the article about uh, Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell. And how now with this latest juror talking about what they discussed in the jury room during deliberations, that there's very good cause for mistrial. Not a surprise. I mean, the legal system is in trouble with these kind of trials. The concept that somebody went in, and it sounds like this was on the first day of deliberations, if I'm getting the timeline right, and basically yeah. said, I'm a survivor of sexual abuse, and here's what happened yeah. to me. How was how this question not asked during jury selection? Usually it is. Usually it that is going to be one of the first questions asked. So I'm guessing this person lied to get on the jury mm. and then used their story to influence the other jurors because you're sitting there now with somebody sitting right in front of you. So it's like, I don't want to be the right. asshole that lets this woman, this other woman that's right here. Mm-hmm. she was a victim so we're doing this for her yeah i wouldn't be surprised to see this thing get a mistrial i wouldn't be yeah. surprised because it's very hard with any of these big cases now to have a jury that isn't tainted going in right. especially when they're not going to sequester them you know with cell phones and the internet and all this there's no way to separate the person from the case and not to see media coverage not to talk to friends and family about the case even though i'm sure they tell you still not to i i don't believe people really stick to those rules yeah and and they're still trying to go after trump and charge him with insurrection well right because you know when he wanted those 10 to twenty thousand troops that was obviously to to help with the insurrection do they think the national guard was on trump's uh you know side in this case uh i don't know mm-hmm. what kind of insanity they're trying to pull off with this but uh it's not good the the maxwell thing it's just that's been a bizarre case from day one obviously she was involved with epstein's day-to-day life 
But it seems to me that they went, oh, the guy we really wanted to nail's dead or wherever at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we need somebody. And I don't know. I just didn't think the case was that strong. And it comes down to, in a case like this, it doesn't really matter to me whether she did what they said that she, they said she did. Not because mm-hmm. I don't want to see justice served, but when you're dealing with things that happened 10, 20 years ago, and it's all he said, she said, and there's no physical evidence, it sets a very dangerous precedent. We saw that with the Justice Kavanaugh stuff. Stories fell apart. Even though a bunch of people told the same story, they fell apart. So with the lack of physical evidence, how do you put somebody in jail? Eh, It's it's about the optics. It's not about jail. Yeah. by the way, so I I don't I know you don't watch Tim Cast for whatever reason. Which no, no, I sense. mean because he's from Chicago. Tim Pool, he's just I don't know. Yeah, I don't have yeah. time. You don't you don't have time to watch him. No, okay, no. Right. I mean, he does a lot uh, of content. I like Bill O'Reilly because mm-hmm. he does forty minutes four days a week. I can handle that. I, I can't yeah. handle the like sixteen hours a day for twenty four days a week or whatever Tim's doing. Yeah. Well, uh, the reason I bring it up is because Marjorie Taylor Greene was on Tim Pool yesterday. Which is a nice get. She was an awesome guest. So all I've seen is little clips of her that, you know, even in conservative media, they're just showing little clips. And she's always presented as this, like, crazy woman. Right. And she was on TimCast for about three hours, all said and done. Two of those on YouTube and about another hour in their private after uh recording oh, session and you finally gave in you gave tim some money i yeah i did i did i gave tim some money for access i i, I had to do it um his guests guests are getting better and better um so she was in and boy it first of all she's completely normal nothing crazy about her whatsoever she's in extremely good shape she was an athlete and has been an athlete her whole life uh, she is very reminiscent, uh, to me of, um, frankly, like an earlier Ted Cruz before he went all woke and flipped the side here, became a rhino. Um, she's talking about how, uh, when she first came to Congress, that there was a lot of realizations that she came to have about how crazy things are actually done and how most bills are voted on with just a very small minority of, uh, of members of Congress in using a voice vote. Right. So you, you might have, you know, a dozen people from one party, seven, eight people from the other party. They, they read uh, the title of the bill that they're voting on. They have very little debate on it. If any, and then they do a voice vote and that just blew her away. It's like, I didn't think this is how laws are passed. And, and if you're so lucky, started, I have a thousand page bill. Somebody gave you a 30 second brief yeah, on what's in it. Right. And so she started doing something that they're absolutely part of their procedure, which is demanding for a recorded vote. So a vote that actually records what every congressman actually votes on, which to do that, they need to punch in and push a button. Ooh. To vote. Hard and work. it also means that the, there's an automatic like call that goes out to all their aides saying your Congress critter is required for a vote right now. And so it slows the process down because now for every vote, there has to be a waiting period of probably, you know, at least 15 minutes, maybe half an hour to allow them time to get into the building and actually vote from their own offices. And she just started doing that for every single bill that was coming up. And she said that the hate was thick. You could cut it with a knife from both sides because the Democrats, obviously they, they were, she was screwing up with their schedule. They wanted to fast track a whole bunch of stuff, just get it passed through. And the Republicans didn't want their votes recorded. Nice. They wanted to be able to vote differently from what the position they're portraying just because they're making deals. This is, we know this from watching game of, I was going to say game of Thrones, but house of cards, same show, different time period. Uh, essentially with Kevin Spacey's character 
demonstrating all the backroom dealing that goes on, even across party lines. Well, if you vote for this thing, because it's not that important to your district, then I'll right. vote for this thing that my district doesn't really care about that'll help your district. Well, right. And that Which ends is- up being a lot more important than the actual what's good for the country. Well, right. And that's why I've been saying for years that this concept that bills can have such vastly different things in them, like, well, we have a infrastructure bill to rebuild highways and then this extra pork is added, which has zero to do with it, which is about, you know, funding a study to see if caterpillars uh, fornicate more in February. You know, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that gets thrown in and it's like, do they? Did we ever find out? I don't know. We, We it's very important to know. Anybody yeah. has that uh, detail out there? I think it is critical to know whether they fornicate that way. It's very important. And that's the kind of work the government does. I remember, yeah. you know, 10, 15 years ago, I think it was, uh, um, uh, what's his name that uh, died? The Senator McCain used to put out the report oh, of all of the yeah. frivolous stuff that was money was being spent on. And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well, it, he was blackmailing a lot of people. So that makes sense. It hasn't gotten better. Put that out. Yes, yeah. you know. Well, I mean, as long as we're getting our cut, it's okay to spend the money. Yeah, yeah. I, of course, right? That's how it exactly. works. You want to get your cut. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, where do you so, think the Ghislaine thing's going? Well, I think that she probably will get off because there's probably a deal that was made. Uh, everything, all the evidence in the court, um, has already been what, what do they call it what's the technical term where it's not public where it's like all the evidence has been hidden um so yeah i kind of suspect that uh that they this is their play they get to have a guilty verdict they got her convicted and she gets to not serve prison time beyond what's already been served now, wouldn't the conspiracy theorists say that she planted this juror in the first place? I don't think she's planting anything. I, I think that this was all part of a deal that Epstein set up way back when. You mean before, before he, he disappeared? Before he got his plastic surgery, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly it. Not that we're a conspiracy channel. Well, I I mean, I'm just repeating news articles here. I'm not. Creating any conspiracy and what's theory. with the shades? Is this for uh, anonymity? I mean, you decided to do video, mm-hmm. but uh, and oh, these are prescription. Oh, okay. Well, that's important. Yeah. That is very mm-hmm. important. It's, I mean, you look just like Tom Cruise from uh, Top Gun. I mean, it's oh, yeah, I totally look like I mean, he could be my identical twin brother. Stunning. Oh, I thought he was. I thought you guys were related. Tom Cruise, yeah, yeah, no, he's he's part Mexican. What do you think of this getter thing now? Tulsi and Joe Rogan go to getter. And- I'm on getter. You're a getter. I, I got an account just because I wanted my name, which is how most of these social media mm-hmm. things go. It's like, yeah, I want Are the you same getting name. Getting together? Yeah, getting in together. Uh, okay. They added about a, what a half a million people in three days after. Yeah, it was some crazy amount. I thought it was more than that. In fact, it may have uh, been by the time all was said and done. I mean, yeah. I saw the minute yeah. I saw that Rogan had posted that he was there, he had over eight million followers, which was like, oh yeah, it whoa. was. And I don't think he's posted since. Right. I think this was a kind of a threat to Twitter when it all comes down. Oh, I to think it was beyond the threat. I well, mean, he, he posted was either there or Twitter that this the getter thing was because if things get worse, if they on, get her worse on Twitter and it's like worse, how how is yeah. it going to get worse on Twitter? I mean, you see what's going on already. What is worse to Joe Rogan than what Twitter's been doing? I don't know. Yeah, Getter is also the number one social media app right now. I believe Meaning it. by number of downloads. <laughs> and do who runs Getter? Which is awesome. Do you know who runs this? I mean, this is being yeah, touted. China. It's See, Chinese. That would make sense. This is yeah. like the TikTok people or something, right? Kind of. I know? mean, it's different people, but yeah, it is owned by a Chinese billionaire. And they're like, oh, no, free speech. And, you know, give us all your data. I mean, data is worth so give much. Give us the data. Yeah, I mean, our thermostat was acting weird, and I think it was just a connection in it, but trying to order a programmable thermostat now that's not Wi-Fi enabled and will work with the devices is getting a little bit harder. And while I would love the convenience, I know I'm lazy, and I often turn the 
temperature up and down depending on what's going on in the yeah, house. Joe Rogan's got 8.8 million followers right now. So that's growing. That's nice. And I would mm-hmm. love the convenience of being able to say, you know, Google he's, or he's Amazon. He's literally done two posts, one of which was a retweet. So he's got way more people uh, following him than you do over on Getter, I bet. Well, I mean, a few more, sure. A few more. But, you know, it's probably all just paid traffic from uh, China. From what? Well, no, not China. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, from uh, the uh, what's what's the audio platform he's on? The uh, Spotify. Spotify, yeah. Spotify probably bought a bunch of people to follow him. Go follow Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. They pushed a button and bought a bunch of accounts. No question. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but I would love to be able to adjust my thermostat using the talking tubes. But oh, I do I, that. I know where the information's going to end up. I mean, it's mm-hmm. bad enough that LG and I railed on this when this happened because i'm like why the hell all of a sudden does lg require my email address to set up the app which will beep you know on my phone when Mm -hmm. the washing machine cycle's done or the dryer's done yeah and i found out when i start getting monthly emails from lg telling me about my energy usage and the cycles that i ran on my machines you're you have an lg thermostat no, it's the washing machine and dryer. It tell every month it's like you ran X amount of cycles. <laughs> you know, it's like Interesting. It's, it's nuts. I it, think my wash and dryer predate that period. They're also LG though, but my thermostat absolutely sends me emails. In fact, they sent me an email offering to send me some money if I allow the Austin Public Utilities to be able to, to control your control thermostat. the thermostat. Yes. It's a little too cold, Gene, so, and you're I running up for too that. much. That was pretty good free money. I know you even got a mention on no agenda. That was pretty impressive. Your carbon dioxide. I was going to say carbon monoxide concept. That's totally different. You yes. don't want extra People carbon. should be breathing in more carbon, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, not carbon Although monoxide, though. Yeah, more carbon dioxide is good. Carbon yeah, monoxide is bad. It's good stuff. It's all good for you. Um, now, to be fair, I'm also a big fan of H2O2. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that would be good. Yeah. So, um, you know, there is a, I, I like all of the elements, you know, I like hydrogen. I like oxygen. I like carbon. I mean, I'd say just get rid of oxygen. That is just causing so many problems. We should just get rid of all oxygen and the world would be a better place. Well, there has been talk of an oxygen tax. Every time you breathe. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's one of the activities that uses oxygen. Sure. Plenty. Of Luckily, it. electric cars don't need to breathe. So there's no taxes on that. But, you know, if you have the old-fashioned car or yeah, gas lawns, car is bad, then that's not good. You can't buy a lawnmower now in California. You can't buy a leaf blower. What are all yeah. these new laws that just went into well, effect? Electric leaf blowers and lawnmowers. Yeah, no, but electric bull, no. They're, that's a pain. I mean, now electric I understand what? batteries are getting better at least. But I remember the electric well, lawnmowers I mean, when they came out. For China, that's where they're manufactured. Yeah, but you need that 200-foot extension cord so you can cut the lawn, and you're never going to run over that cord. I mean, it's bad enough no, when you run no, over the cord with your vacuum. Part, what are you talking about? They're battery parts. Now they are, yeah. But when they started, they used to have the cord. Just they did back in the 80s. I remember. Around, uh, yeah. Was, yeah, in the 80s, we had that. Yeah, well, We were sure. in the 80s. We were there. We were in the eighties. Yes. Yeah. You were I in the eighties. Even the lawnmowers where you push them and the wheels turning spin a, a circular spur, serpentine blade that cuts your lawn. Uh, you've seen it all, Gene. I understand. You're going I've back through the nineteen twenties and and all that. Now people cared about their lawns back then. Well, you know, now you could just put in astroturf, which I mean, that would be much more I know, friendly. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> much more friendly to the planet. But I thought it was interesting, this uh, this NASCAR story. What's that now? The driver, what's, I don't remember his last name, Brandon, what, you know, the Brandon of Let's Go Brandon. Brandon. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, it was an interesting story because he wanted nothing to do with the Let's Go Brandon chant, which I kind of get. But yeah. then he needed a sponsor for this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. And there's a crypto coin which is the let's go Brandon crypto, I guess. Cause I mean, everybody, why, why didn't we think of this? Why didn't we think of the crypto coin? Let's go Brandon. And they were going to pay him a lot of money to yeah. do the crypto and to right. sponsor his car. And NASCAR said, no, NASCAR said, no, why, we're uh, moving around on the, that? Uh, can they overrule sponsors? I guess they can. That seems a little weird. Doesn't it? I would think so. 
that they can say no this is this doesn't fit with the the nascar branded how does crypto not fit with nascar because it's a let's go branded crypto i mean that, go fit with nascar is bad yeah they are against the let's go brandon thing oh my god but the slippery slope is that nascar said basically that they don't want to be involved in politics and i get that to a certain point but mm. the people that are involved in mm-hmm. the sponsorship when it comes to nascar mm-hmm. let's see what we got here coca-cola uh xfinity i mean of course xfinity owns a lot of these cable channels that are uh horrible amazon i mean there is a lot of companies that are listed here on the nascar website that i know had made political statements revolving around the black lives matter thing oh, the george tons floyd of thing black lives matter stuff happening for sure so if nascar is going to say we don't want to be involved with companies that could be politically involved or politically controversial Does not know their fucking audience i don't know i don't know i mean seriously do they not know the people that actually go to the event not just people that watch it on tv i don't know that nascar has always like country music been more conservative than liberal mm-hmm. so the fact that you're kind of going completely liberal i mean you wonder why the races are now empty i mean we had a racetrack here in chicago yeah. for a handful of years and it was heralded as when they built this thing it was a seventy-five thousand seat venue in joliet which is right outside of chicago right down the road from me down the blues brothers way right joliet jake baby and they sold seat licenses that's how hot these things were they sold you a license to be able to have the tickets and we got that for the first 10 years or so whatever the racetrack was here they were going to immediately start building on they were saying this was going to be a hundred and fifty thousand seat venue by every by the time it was all said no done. idea why there's a video of a tangled up parachute playing right now i don't know it's your website so i not, it, it, not my website it's the new york post yeah well screw the new york post apparently showing a guy that jumped out of a plane pulled a chute and the chute did not open and uh, that is something that's to do with nascar well. rejecting the let's go brandon car yeah, that's a video underneath the nascar rejecting it exactly it is very that's strange nuts. I keep talking. I want to see the end of this. But video. what ended up happening here was <laughs> the races were no longer even bringing in a big enough audience through the gates that they're no longer going to race in this venue. So the venue was built and now it's been abandoned. Wow. Yeah. There was a lot of money put in. There was a lot of hope because this is right outside of Chicago. When uh, I start getting into NASCAR with you know my wife and my sister and my brother-in-law we'd go to the races in michigan we'd go to indianapolis i mean it was great mm-hmm. that there was going to be a venue here in chicago now nobody cares and you wonder mm. why well i can tell you why from my standpoint which was nascar went from being entertaining where the drivers were actually allowed to have a personality i mean granted a lot of that was in the you know aw shucks hillbilly far whatever kind of mentality but the minute everybody behind the wheel was a pitch man like the jeff gordon very refined type you know Mm -hmm. people started not being interested it turns out they like the tony stewart types that will punch a guy in the parking lot that calls him whatever but i mean to wrap up the nascar story i think they're just being hypocritical asshats for not allowing this guy to take money I mean, he had nothing to do with this, and it's calling it a let's go Brandon coin. Okay, this means that any meme that then starts meaning go fuck yourself. You know what the new meme for go fuck yourself should be? Oh, whoa. Do I need to rate this PG-18? (laughs) I think so. But the new meme for go fuck yourself should be NASCAR. That should be the new meme. And because then what are they going to do? Let's go NASCAR. Right. You can't say NASCAR then. If let's go NASCAR becomes the new meme, that's what the people should do now. That should be the new NASCAR. Let's go NASCAR should be the new screw Joe Biden meme. Mm -hmm. Because now what's NASCAR going to do is they screw this guy. We can go on board with that. You know, this this is a lot of money involved. 
you know, and for them yeah. to be like, no, we're not going to we're not going to let you do the sponsorship because uh, it's the and they, that they makes weren't no sense because it's not like it's some adult company trying to promote some adult products like marijuana. And it wasn't the full name. The only thing that yeah. was going to be on the car was LGB go, coin. No, LGB. They were. Oh, <laughs> so, it's well, like they weren't. so it's even the gay coin. Right. So I don't know. I just thought that was a little bit hilarious yeah. that they're going. You know, back in the olden days, there was no LGBTQQPR plus plus. No, no, you didn't no. have it. No, you did not. It, have used, it. it used, used to be called GLB. And that uh, was fine. But yeah. the fact that you can't have that on a car because it means something like, else. I'm old enough to remember when the lesbians took over. There was, uh, yeah, the feminazis. Remember Rush Limbaugh? GLB. Yeah. With the gays being first and the lesbians being second. But apparently, that's not feminist enough. Everything changes. It's why all television is now crap. That everything. It is kind of crap, isn't it? Has gone to wokeness. And it's fine to have things that tell those stories. I think we should have diversity in that. I think people should be allowed to tell the stories that they want. Diversity of opinion. Right. You know, where we don't have now, my mom, who used to, you know, 80 years old, loved to watch the Hallmark movies up until recently because they were. Oh, what's your mom's name? I might know her. Arlene. Now, oh, from very, Chicago? Right, from, from the Chicago. I remember going partying with an Arlene in Chicago. I mean, but you were a youngster then. Well, I was much younger. Much younger than you are now. But yes. now they're all woke. I mean, and that's every one of them. Every Hallmark movie over the Christmas holidays. Mm-hmm was woke Mm -hmm. and and that's fine to have those but does every you should look at things like i guess yellowstone which is a series i have never watched and i've neither i don't know anything about it i've heard it's gotten good reviews and it's very conservative type western kind of storytelling not fully woke could be totally wrong have never seen Mm. an episode but ratings going through the roof so i'm guessing maybe that people will like, it canceled well, it's right it will be canceled <laughs> at any you, minute you not invoke yeah you know it's like but tell let those stories be told let james bond be a womanizing man that's okay yeah have exactly. those stories yeah no they want to ruin everything that's the bottom line if feminism ruins everything says gene at uh sirgees.com you're not wrong though well you are not I'm not wrong, wrong. <laughs> I, I might be saying it but i'm not wrong Now, I do like that the new law that uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats put out, did you now Mm. see that any payment of over $600 on Venmo, PayPal, all of those will now be reported to the IRS? Of course it will. That makes total sense. That's they've been wanting to do that for a while. Sure. So if you want to donate to this show, $599.99 is probably where you want to be. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) <laughs> that's the that's the amount you want to be at uh this is going down that rabbit hole this is going yeah. down the rabbit hole oh there we go yellowstone yellowstone yeah largest cable audience it. since 2017 wow yeah that so impressive. and that's a cable audience it's not even talking about the online audience true you mean people that pirate or stream and do all that kind of stuff no i don't mean people that steal i mean people stream. that stream legally right Wait, you can do that? You can't measure the pirates because they're pirates. Right. You don't. You want to be the pirate party. I mean, if if for no other reason to not pirate, the reason should be that you're not helping your favorite show get the ratings to promote it. Right. To keep it around. Canceled. Right. And get canceled because you pirated it. Now, does Hulu? I mean, they must report those numbers because they have to then pay for those shows. It's a very weird thing when you do pay for a streaming service on how that reflects current shows that are still mm-hmm. being made i get the you know the seinfeld catalog you can tell by how many people are streaming it whether they're going to keep paying for it it's weird yeah. for current shows because it's like they're being made not for the streaming service you know but the streaming well, what channel is this on anyway i don't know maybe oh. amc or something like that yeah, i've I never seen I it i've hmm. never seen it but kevin costner's always been good i think oh i've seen it yeah i think he's the main dude is he the guy with the gerbils, or am I thinking of somebody else? <laughs> no, that's Richard Gere. Oh, Richard Gere has the pet gerbils. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay, Gene. Um, well, I I remember when that when that was news, man. Well, yeah. I mean, you were just, just a, yesterday, just a youngster then too. That was just yesterday, man. We do 
we do. We do have some people to thank for the show. I, we do get, indeed. Let's, let's get that out of the way here. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, how, out of the way. That's a great phrase. No, I'm not not the correct phrase. Let's thank them. I just meant before things go too far down the gerbil rabbit hole. Well, would that be a gerbil hole? I would. Whoa, guess. whoa, whoa, whoa! Where are you going with that, buddy? <laughs> that would be a gerbil hole, not a rabbit hole. Uh, uh, a gerbil hole, exactly. That's exactly right. But how do we want to do this? Because you've got the folks that have come in now on locals which is people are starting to provide a little bit of support on locals yeah which is unrelenting.locals.com or is it, it will they get to it at unrelenting.locals.com unrelenting.locals.com yeah okay. that's exactly right so there's that where i've got the patreon this is the first show of 2022 so i've got the patreon yeah. and the checks and the the paypal that came yeah. in um so i don't know how we want to do this my number one guy is 10 bucks coming off of patreon okay. i don't know you could probably trump that we should probably put well, this list really, together i mean that is not so i guess that is your number one guy go ahead but i'll i'll i'll, I'll actually beat that hey uh brian but i didn't realize i was supposed to pull up the oh, info yet you mean have it ready to go for the show uh well i i think i have more time to thank you we all think we have more time but, okay this is a truncated show because of you know video and getting this done and getting it set up and but that just might mean there'll be an extra show is more content we could also trunk on the uh, add-on the uh the interview we did too or we, we mm-hmm. could save that or we could put that out there but i can go i'll go through mine and then you can go through okay. yours and that would go make ahead. sense so 10 bucks I'll, I'll look for stuff brian janak who's i'm sure enjoying the nice warm weather in Wisconsin. And he came in on Patreon and he was splitting them up. I believe if I remember what he told me, if I'm wrong, Brian, feel free to correct me, but he upped it to 20 bucks on Patreon, but he wanted 10 to go here and 10 to go to planet rage. Cause we don't have a planet okay. rage Patreon. So the accounting is getting fun. It, yes. It's cause you're doing like 30 shows at the same time. I know it's exciting so. though. That way, when one of them falls apart, mm-hmm. if people just stop watching the show, I got like 14 other shows to keep doing. So, it's just so a- yeah, I know. I know you, you, you don't worry about an exit strategy because you have a new show starting every week. It's like the survivor of podcasts. And you know, it really, it's true. Like every month and one of these shows should die and a new one should start. And it should just be keep churning, churning, churning like they do with soccer in the uh, EU. Where yeah, what the, is that? Pro, what's that, there's a policy name for that. That what's it called? Regulated or uh, something? Uh, uh, it's, it's bad though. When you finish in last place, you you don't get yeah, to play get in the league. Off the league, yeah, you lose the league privileges when you get kicked off. Which I think is fantastic. If they did that in like the mm. NHL and Major League Baseball, that would be fantastic. That right? would be so much more exciting if the last place team had to go to AAA for the next year. Mm. That would be awesome. But there's way too much money involved, I guess. But that's the uh, number one guy here. Brian, thank you. Then coming in with a 696 check, Betty Solero, always in the troll room when we do the stuff live. Well, that's always fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Johnny Hipwell coming in with 666, mainly because it was a $20 donation, which was split between Random Thoughts, Planet Rage and Unrelenting. So I mean, people like listening to me. I mean, you're just kind of the afterthought, Gene, is what they're saying. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty much my buddy, sir, truck driver with five bucks. Again, that was part of a donation, which was also including into random thoughts and uh, planet rage and the rock and roll pre-show. So thank you, sir. Truck driver He's on vacation. So I'm sure listening to this, enjoying a mind tie or something like that. Coming in with five bucks, Curtis Peterson through PayPal. We appreciate that. Stephen McConnell, Dennis Woods, both coming in with five bucks on Patreon. And of course, Jeremy Gerties. Now, I wish I had the full. I should have kept this here because I was going through all the checks for the year. But I mean, the 33 cent checks are real. And uh, another five of those. So we appreciate that. And uh, his checks are by themselves. And it's like, you know, um, if now if they were a hundred dollar bills, those checks, we would be flush, man. Oh, yeah. We, We could stop doing everything else. Yes. But we appreciate that. Those are the folks on my list, and this is a value for value podcast, which is being done in a variety of different ways. You can get value back to us, including Patreon, locals, PayPal, crypto. Nobody's done the crypto in a while. I set up the special addresses. Um, I don't know if I posted them, though. 
Did you check I get, the crypto? I get a my phone will light up like a Christmas tree if crypto comes in. Well, it should have lit up then. It should have lit up when? Yeah, like two days ago. Really? Yeah. I saw no crypto. Yeah, because I sent a t- test donation that you should have gotten. No, no, you did not send I absolutely crypto. Did. No, you sent a boostergram. Oh, oh that's yeah, that's yeah. not well, that's crypto. crypto. That, that is totally that's crypto. podcasting 2.0, baby. That's not crypto. Yeah, crypto goes right to Coinbase, the evil Coinbase. All right. Podcasting All right. 2.0. I did get your boostergram, just like I always get your buddy CSB's boostergrams. Okay. Well, all right, fair enough. I mean, I guess if we're going to call it a boostagram, that's fine. Um, so I'm still looking. I really should have. <laughs> you should have mentioned it before. I could have looked it up. Gee, we're going to be thanking the or, people who have donated money it. through locals today uh, on the show during the yes. show. Well, that's a great reminder. I appreciate you reminding put me a of little, that reminder. Put a little post-it note right there. Next to those beautiful Wayfair sunglasses you got going on there. (laughs) Yeah, what brand are yours, buddy? (laughs) I don't know. All right. I think I'm in here. Let me look. Yes, I'm in here. God damn it. I finally figured out how to log into PayPal. PayPal? You mean locals? You're in the wrong place, G. Uh, No, 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 no. I'm not because I got a, uh, a PayPal donation. Ooh. For this show. Oh, this is an interesting uh, term yes, of events. Yes, in the amount $111.45. Wow. What does that number mean? Clearly, the man was drunk. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, I, I think he said he was. Oh, is this Sir Howitzer? It is. It is oh. Sir Howitzer. Sir yes. Howitzer and Dame But I Sexy. wanted to double check on the exact amount because I wasn't sure. And he sent you PayPal. Wow, that was a really bad choice for you know, No, I, I told him that that's a safer way to do it. Is that way I know the money is held in very controlled environments, which I don't even remember the password to. So that worked out well. <laughs> right. The money is so safe. Even you can't get to it. <clears throat> no, no, no. And I'll, I'll go ahead and make a, a distribution from that amount to you. But thank you, uh, sir. Howitzer and Dame Sexy. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I, that's why I was saying is like, I think I think this donation beats the first one a little bit. Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said it was something that he. uh was having a bad holiday season that he tested positive and things were going bad. You know, it is very weird. Everybody at this point, I think that is ever going to get COVID is getting it. Now I talked to a buddy that owns a restaurant and he's like, everybody's, everybody's got it. It sure seems that way to me. I think most people that I know are they're They're going through the whole COVID thing. It's going to happen. I mean, the beauty of it is it seems like it's, kind of turned into the common cold we don't give medical advice well it, it sure seems if it whether or not it is the common cold it sure seems that uh it's a equivalent to yes. common cold yes in, in in terms of you know what's actually uh what people are getting in the the symptoms they're getting and then these i guess debilitatingness right if that's a word of the disease or not um, because it, it doesn't really seem like it's a, a whole lot. Well, this is the insanity then of people all having to rush to get tested. If you have mm-hmm. no fever, the sniffles and you're like, might have COVID better get tested. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah, showing that yeah. these antigen tests are very much not picking up Omicron where yeah. throat swabs are, which this seems like maybe Omicron goes into the throat. So- before we jump onto medical stuff, right. um, we did have a few other things from locals that I need to figure out a better way of tracking because we have Bruce City Mike, who's been making donations on locals. Right. He was the first one that came in. He was the first one that came in um, and he's still making them. Uh, we have also, uh, and here's the problem is all I have is their locals name. So I don't know what their names that they would prefer to be called are, but Mr. SRM 691 has made, uh, uh, he's done donations for two months. Beautiful. We have Josh Mandel, who's done three months worth of donations on local now. Uh, And then we have um, HB Worth, who did a, 
thirty-six dollar um coin donation thing deal that we have yet to figure out how to turn into <laughs> money, but it's in there. Yeah, we're so figuring this local stuff out. Yeah, so the the locals is definitely starting to convince support. It's not like these hundred dollar amounts that we're getting in PayPal for sure, but it's nonetheless uh it, it is definitely a support that we appreciate. The thing that we like about locals is that it lets us push things out and communicate with the audience a lot easier. Right. Um, if you want to do a live you know, stream where people can mm-hmm. take part, it's easy to do. We're trying to not rely on too many platforms that we don't have direct control over. And what I mean by that is free platforms. Right. So, yes, we don't have direct control over locals in the sense that we don't own the hardware running it. We're not paying for their bandwidth, but we are their customer with a contract with them. And and that is a little uh, more control than simply finding one of these, you know, free or nearly free type things uh, and then trying to leverage that. Now, both of us still very much are using No Agenda Social, which is not a service we're paying for. Correct. But at the same time, while I'm I'm happy to, you know, chat with people on there, I post plenty on there. Um, it's, I don't want to overuse my privilege on there and not have it look like we're using that for our show because that platform is really meant for the no agenda show. I don't know if I would say it's meant for it, but yeah, I mean, it's It's literally called no agenda social. Yeah. But I don't think if you asked Adam Curry or John that they'd be like, well, no, you can only talk about no agenda here. This is just one of many federated servers. But I do it, get the point is, of, but it's for the no agenda audience because they're they're paying a very real bill for this. This is costing money to operate, and they're doing it on behalf of the first ten thousand people that signed up. Now we both happen to be in that group because to Aaron, Aaron emailed me and, and said, "Hey, you got to sign up for this." I was like, "What the hell is this thing?" <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> better than Twitter. It's better than Facebook. It's the next greatest thing. And I sign up, and there's twelve people on there. Well, social media is so spray and pray. That is the problem with all of this fractured stuff. Well, I mean, now it's 10,000 people. But when I signed up, I was literally. Well, but any social media is because, you know, I post something on Twitter. You're not there. You know, that's fine. But you could post something on No Agenda Social and somebody else isn't there. This yeah, is like you're not on, on there. It's a very fractured thing. All right. I don't if I were to follow yeah. you there, I'd get so tired of you. I wouldn't even want to do the show. It wouldn't be a surprise. Well, and, I, and I, I can't apparently share the screen of No Agenda Social. Well, because, because you, No Agenda Social is not moderated and there is porn there occasionally. Yes. You don't want to do that. I mean, no, not, not if you want to be if not, if you want to be not not on thrown YouTube. off of YouTube. We could on, you know, on, on the. Uh, so the concept uh, is either you have your own website, which we always yeah. have for all the podcasts that I do, and we have one for this, but those are very limited. They're usually WordPress sites. There's only so much you could do. It's very easily hacked. You yeah, know, there's well, even if it's not easily hacked, it's a pain in the ass to add things. Yeah, yeah. Like video, live streaming, and all of that. Right. Locals provides that again, not a perfect service, but the best we found, if there's something better. It's pretty damn slick and it works anywhere without having to configure anything. And apparently it works even better when you don't have your stream deck configured. Right. And while StreamYard seems to be working fairly well too today so far, yeah, which is a paid version of the OBS kind of a concept. And we've learned yep. that we can do it free, but there are issues with quality. Yeah, we can do it with OBS. Else. We spent about six hours setting up OBS yeah. and testing all kinds of things. And it is totally doable. But here's the problem is that, OBS is very much tied to being in a particular setup at the house. Yes. Whereas this with StreamYard, you could be anywhere. I could be traveling. I could be sitting in a hotel room, flip on my iPhone and I have my iPad to the side and we can literally still do the show. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. I know you never leave your basement, so that's not an issue. Well, there's actually the basement's another room, but this is the Ah. office. So, I mean, the basement's one half level office below. Yeah. Right. This is the office. Big green screen. Let's, let's pretend that's true. Yes. It's an office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where Basement I am. I'm office. working. This is where I do my work. That's right. It's a working environment. We can tell. Yes. What else? A professional got? working environment. What do we got? What else do I got? Yeah. Well, I don't Anything? know that I have a whole lot because I know you're getting hungry and you're not going to get fed until we finish recording. Well, that would be so the why true. Don't we and- stop. Stop the show and continue on 
with the after show, the after show. for our paid members. The after party of unrelenting. The, the after show show. Yes, we'll be back. After after show show. Next week. I'm sure crazy stuff will happen. No question about it. Until next time, I'm Darren O'Neill. He's Tom Sir Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise, I think, uh, is what he yeah, looks I'm like. Totally, I'm exactly Tom Cruise. In his mind, he is. In his mind, he's 20 and buff, too. <laughs>